Hello, people of the interwebs, and welcome to the What's Up podcast, where we talk about movies and comics and TV shows and a whole bunch of nerdy stuff and Star Wars. Uh, my name is Michael. And I'm Derek. And today we're going to be talking about our top five favorite Jedi. Not collectively, individually, and then we're going to argue about it because one of us is wrong. This is basically just in remembrance of Clone Wars, R.I.P., and right. and the end of good Star Wars forever. <laughs> All right. For sure. So, first off, Angerman, I want to ask you, what are you grumpy about today? Oh, boy, what am I grumpy about today? Okay. So, Disney released the Skywalker Saga poster, and it is... So, like, it looks pretty good, right? Like, it's got all the main players from the entire Skywalker Saga, all three trilogies. Like, it's got your Obi-Wans and your Yodas and your Mace Windus and your Darth Vader's. Okay. And and your Yodas and I said that already and stormtroopers and stuff. But you know who's missing from the Skywalker saga poster? Who would that be? Anakin Skywalker, the patriarch of the Skywalker family. The whole reason that this is a problem to begin with. The whole reason for the Star Wars. He's he is. Possibly the chosen one, and they didn't put him on the poster? No, man. I don't... And they've been disrespecting Anakin Skywalker slash Hayden Christensen for for years. Like, pretty much ever since they took over. That's, that's, Star Wars basically destroyed his career. Yeah. That, well... And he was supposed to be in Rise of Skywalker as, like, an in-person cameo. Mm-hmm. And they relegated it to, like, a little voice. And he's supposed to be in the Obi-Wan show. I'm going to be honest, man. I, I highly doubt it. Yeah, I, yeah, highly I have doubt. heard that. Yeah, I'm, I'm not really... Uh, of course, I'm looking forward to the Obi-Wan show, but I just don't want to see the disrespect towards Anakin Skywalker. The, the, the Skywalker. <laughs> I do agree with you on that. There's no reason he shouldn't be. Mm. And they got stupid Ray front and center. Did stupid Ray? She didn't do anything, and she just stole somebody's name. Identity theft is not a joke, Ray. <laughs> that is that is accurate. That is very accurate. That's a very serious crime. Yeah, I guess right. not in the galaxy far, far away where slavery and they don't accept for public credits. Stupid Watto. Uh, no, if they, really, if, if they really wanted to, uh, they really wanted to bring back the feels at the end of Rise of Skywalker. Watto would have been there, asking, "Who are you?" <laughs> it should have been Watto, man. <laughs> that, that yeah, that would have punched me right in the feels. Like yeah, like oh my god, Watto, he's so old. He's missing both of his tusks. Is <laughs> uh, that an age? That they lose their. I guess. I don't know. Maybe they're like elephants. They just have to, like, rub their face against the tree in a, every couple months to keep it from stabbing them in the eyeball. <laughs> All right. So what? So what are you grumpy about? You know what I'm very grumpy about is that Netflix Marvel shows are no longer a thing. And that upset me so hard. So, so upsetting. Because I've recently been watching them again and watching the seasons that I hadn't seen yet. Mm-hmm. It, they are all so good. All Correct. of them. And they are no. all left such interesting places, and now they're all done. Yep, they sure are. They like, sure are. Punisher was left with him finally being the Punisher. He was on the road slaughtering dudes because he's the Punisher. Yeah. They're bad people. Mm-hmm. 
uh, Luke Cage was left with him being the crime boss of Harlem, which I thought was so cool. So cool. Such a cool, like, take on that story. Yeah, that is really cool. And, and he had broken up with Claire Temple, so he was totally available for Jessica Jones to slide on in there. Neat. Then Iron Fist was set up to where he had lost Megan's heart, so he couldn't mm-hmm. do this, but he had something to do it again anyways. Yeah. Because they, they were planning another season, explaining how he figured out how to without the dragons. Colleen yeah. Lane, which was dope. Yeah, yeah. I... I'm gonna be honest, man. Like I've I've only watched all of Daredevil, one Luke Cage, one Jessica Jones, and Defenders. Because I didn't hear, I've never heard anything good about the first Iron Fist, and I was just like, oh. Even Iron Fist was best. Season was so much better, so much better. And they had Typhoid Mary in it at one of the villains, which was so. I have no idea who that is. I don't know who that is. But they did a rounded version for this. Yeah. Dissociative identity disorder. So mm-hmm. he had Yeah. One that was like really nice. Really liked Danny Rand. And he had one that was special forces. She's a woman. But. Um, but like the more evil version, but she was the she was slaughtering everybody in that way version. Yeah. <laughs> so it was it was just that was a really good season. Defenders was really good, obviously. We all know that. Yeah. I I felt it was a little short, but I liked it a lot. Yeah. Daredevil season three was Fantastic. Was the goat. It is by far. I'm going to say something controversial here. Ooh. I think it was the the best. I think it was the best Marvel media that was released, like for screens. It's like movies and TV. You know? You might not be wrong there. Might, I might agree with you there. That's, I, that might be a hot take, but I don't know. I don't know how other people feel on that one. I guess we'll find out when, like, one or two of our friends tell us, hey, you're an idiot, because they'll be the only ones that listen. <laughs> <laughs> but all of those shows were left in such great spots, and now we're gone. And uh, it just makes me grumpy. It just makes me very grumpy. Yeah, makes me grumpy, too. All right, so let's go on to the main topic of today's episode. Yes. Um, our, our top five favorite Jedi in memoriam of Clone Wars. Once again, R.I.P. R.I.P. So do you want to go first or you want me to go first? I'll go ahead first. Why not? All right. All right, so the way this is going to work is we are going to list our fifth favorite first. And we will each individually list it and then argue about it. So I'll say mine, we'll argue, and we'll say yours, depending. Yes. And we might agreed on something. So, for my top five Jedi is Mace L. Windu. At number five? Really? Nope. I have no reason. Okay. I mean, obviously, so you've got Character-wise, he's great. One of the best, if not the best, uh, lightsaber duelist in the Jedi Order. Correct. Um, Samuel Jackson, obviously, is great in the movies, if we're talking about the caliber of actor that was playing. Correct. Um, he was the one that... Palpatine, kind of... I'm pretty no, sure, but still, 
No, no, Palpatine didn't. I don't think he blew that fight. Like he legitimately like looked scared. I think he he knew Anakin was gonna come save him, but I still I still think he actually lost. I, I can okay yeah I can see that, but because the uh, in the novelization of Revenge of the Sith it says that um, Windu used his his signature ability Shatterpoint, which is where you can like find the weaknesses, and he. Um, which is actually a dark side ability, which is why his lightsaber is purple, by the way. And he uses Form 7 uh, Vapad. He invented that lightsaber form. And he... Um, wow. Yeah. And so it, like, really took Palpatine, like, he it shocked him. Because he's like, oh, shit, why is he fighting like me? Don't, no, no, <laughs> please stop. <laughs> but, okay. I'd like to point out to anybody that is possibly listening that you are the by far Star Wars guy in this. Yeah, absolutely. And I am by far the comic guy. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. Yep. That's, those are, those are facts that you have spoken. We we both enjoy nerd stuff, the same nerd stuff. It's just that both have expertises, if you want to call it that. Yes. Yes, absolutely. So, my number five. Yes. Qui-Gon Jinn. Ah, Qui-Gon, okay. Qui-Gon Jinn. The whole... You know what, you can argue that he's the reason for the whole Star Wars. Because he's also... He's also a liar. Because when Anakin was like, Master Qui-Gon, I don't want to be a problem. You won't be any. And then he proceeded to be the biggest problem the galaxy had ever seen. That is your fitting straight facts right now. Yeah, like, just the biggest inconvenience. Anyway, the reason I like him is because, so his master was Dooku. So that's, first of all, that's dope. Yes. Second of all, yes. second of all Liam Neeson. Mm-hmm. Um, third of all, he, um, he defied the council and was the first... In a long time, in a long line of Jedi, he was the first true Jedi because he listened to the will of the Force. If you look at the Jedi Code, it says there is no knowledge or there is no something. Either way, it ends with the Force, okay? It, it says the Force at the end. Um, and he, he followed the will of the Force even throughout the whole entire movie. Um, that's why he kept picking up the quote-unquote pathetic life forms that Obi-Wan so eloquently put, because Obi-Wan is kind of a fucking dick. But, um, and then, you know, obviously, his his lightsaber combat form was not suited for open areas, and that's the reason that he lost to Darth Maul, and because he was tired because he's old. But, Yeah. Okay, that's that's fair. I understand. I know Mace Windu's probably higher on your list, and I apologize. It's okay. We probably that this is that my list was probably gonna make you argue with me. So, well, I mean, we probably have. I guarantee we have three overlapping. Okay, I'll be I'll be interested to see. I know we have one. Because I know who your number one is, and I'm telling you right now, it's my number one as well. So, <laughs> okay. it better be the goat. <laughs> so, my number four, number four, forgot how to count there. Mm-hmm. So, this is one that might be an argument: Kanan Jarrus from Rebel. I'm. Yeah. I'm upset with you. You have upset me. <laughs> I told you. I think some of these are going to start arguments. Oh, God. Realize okay. he's a full-fledged Jedi. I understand that. Yeah. But I will make the argument that he was possibly one of the most powerful Force users in all of Star Wars lore. I mean, he did do some dope shit. And he yes. was blind, so that was cool. 
He's blind. He used the force to see. So first off, that's already cool. Well, yeah, I mean, he's like Daredevil. That was dope. But generally. Yes. Second, he stopped a whole motherfucking explosion and pushed a troop carrier at the same time to save the rest of the crew of the ghost. That did indeed happen. Yeah, okay, that was cool. He's getting a little star killery there, but it's cool. Yeah, but still. Three, he lived on afterwards without becoming a force ghost, by becoming a weird force wolf thing. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Leader of the force wolf thing. That's pretty cool. See, I heard a, like a like a rumor that maybe he was going to become the Bendu. If Kanan had become the Bendu, that would be pretty dope. And I mean, it's possible. Pretty powerful. Yeah, <clears throat> I heard that um, Disney was going to release another season of Rebels, like season five, to come like at the end of next year, maybe. Hopefully to tell us what happened. Yeah, because it kind of just, I don't know, it kind of just ended. Yeah. Maybe some of them become, like, leaders in the resistance and shit. Mm -hmm. That'd be cool. And then I'd also like to point out that, you know, Freddie, while he's a great actor, he's also a very accomplished voice actor. and Yeah. So... I used to listen to the uh, Collider podcast, and then they had Freddie Prince Jr. on there, and they were just talking to him like he was their friend. And I was like, yo, these people know Freddie Prince Jr.? That's dope. And then, like, Sam Whitworth was on. I'm like, who the hell is this guy? And I was like, that's the voice of Darth Maul. Holy crap. That's awesome. I was like, man, they know so many people. I would love to work there. (laughs) (laughs) So, ready for me to move on to my number four? Take it away. All right. My number four is Luke Skywalker. I used to not like Luke Skywalker, like, at all. Like, not even not even a little bit. Just because I felt like he became too powerful too quickly. And then I realized that George Lucas was the one that said that he was the most powerful Jedi to ever have lived. Like, his potential was through the roof, like, even higher than Anakin's. So, like, well, his, his midi-chlorine count would have been, like, 20,001. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, just... In the, in the original Star Wars comics, we know he was the first gray Jedi. Because he yeah. learned... He learned both the light side, and then he went and learned the dark side and mastered both, which is pretty dope. That is really dope, because, like, then the prophecy still exists, because then the force is in balance, just in one person. So it's like, I don't know, it's really cool. And then he got shafted so much, dude. He's... Luke Skywalker, like, honestly, Luke Skywalker in the sequel trilogy, he kind of just hurts my feelings. Because, like, it's time for the Jedi to end. Yeah, dude, I get it. But you should still probably, still probably, like, you know, try to train and you shouldn't have quit and tried to kill your, kill your nephew for no reason. That was yeah. kind of rude. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm going to tell you right now, he's not in mine. He's not on my list. That that that's fine. I just I almost put Kiati Mundi on here, and I was like, wait, what? What did he do? He just cared about the droid attack on the Wookies. <laughs> I mean, he was the only Jedi that was allowed to marry because it was like part of his culture, and he had two hearts, and one was in his head. That's why he was so smart, and that's why he looked like that. The anatomy of Whatever the hell Kiati Mundi is, is very strange. Very strange indeed. <laughs> well, so, yeah, my my list does not involve him because, like you, I 
didn't like he was a little whiny baby which i understand is a skywalker trait so it's it's genetic yeah <laughs> the sequel trilogy just yeah i mean i was really hoping like in that scene in The Force Awakens when the lightsaber's like sitting there jiggling and it's on Starkiller base and like Kylo Ren's trying to grab for it, I wanted so bad for it to just land in Luke's hand and just be like, stop it, Ben, stop it. And then him just get all grumpy and then we left, be left going into the next movie like, why is Kylo Ren so grumpy at Luke? What did he do? Now we find out that he... Tried to murderize him inside his little tent. That's fair. <laughs> that would have been that would have been great. Yeah, I I agree. <laughs> All right. So who's your number three? Here, this is another one that might cause a, a a ruckus. Anakin Skywalker, but only Clone Wars time span. What? No. Ah. Okay. All right. That, that's fine. I'm Only Clone okay Wars time because obviously as a Padawan he wasn't great. He didn't do much. Obi Wan was basically the one that did everything. Yeah. And then Episode Three, he's very terrible to die because he turns to the dark. Obviously, like that is exactly what the Jedi is not supposed to do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you cheater, you're supposed to stay with the Jedi. <laughs> but during the Clone Wars, Anakin was the driving force, I would argue, behind the... He, he wasn't afraid to do things that everybody else was scared of. And he did things that people thought were insane. And they thought that he done it. As a leader, isn't that basically what you're supposed to do? Is get the job done, bring a guy home? Yeah, I mean, that's fair. Yeah, he was a great leader, a great general. Obviously, he shouldn't have been general because he's a general. He shouldn't be leading on him. Yeah, that's a whole separate argument for a whole separate day. Because we could talk about how just... That episode... God, the Dark. Jedi should have stayed out of the Jedi should have stayed out of the Clone Wars. They should have. I agree, but if they did, we wouldn't have possibly the Star Wars cartoon. Facts. Yeah, that that last episode hurt my feelings a lot. That last episode I, hurt my feelings quite a bit. Seen it yet? But I mean, I mean it's, yeah, it's oh man, it's. It hurts. It hurts. I'm going to have to watch the whole show again to get, like, more attached to these clones because, like, I only watched it when it first, like, hit Netflix. Watched all six seasons. And I can't remember who the hell Jesse is. And everyone's like, oh, my God, I'm so sad that Jesse's dead. Okay. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Not that long ago. I don't remember who that is. I will also have to rewatch that. Yeah. Um, but that is why Anakin, Clone Wars Anakin, is my number three. Okay. All right. I can accept it. So my number three is one Minched Yoda. I don't know if you knew that was his first name, but that's his first name. It's hilarious. Okay. All right. Yeah. So Yoda. Why is this Jedi? Yes. Obviously, he was the Grandmaster of the Jedi. Um, alive for 900 years and we found out that they age very, very, very slowly not just live forever, they just age very slowly because baby Yoda and shit Um, and uh, I don't know, he he was very wise but he was also uh, like not the smartest person, because, like, Anakin came to him to seek counsel, to be like, hey, somebody's, somebody I like is going to die, 
and I don't want them to. And Yoda's like, fuck it, dude. <laughs> that's basically what Yoda said. It's the worst it, advice you can give to somebody that's sad, especially when you know how unstable Anakin is. That's, that's rude. Part of being a Jedi is having no emotional attachments. Yeah. But, like, that's clearly that clearly doesn't work. That's not... <laughs> it clearly doesn't work at all. I'd also like to point out, though, that um, there's a difference between wisdom and intelligence. Big time. <laughs> So, yeah, I do agree with you that. Yeah, dude, you're right. Dexter Jester is the greatest Star Wars character of all time. Oh, my God. I forgot about that. You're right. Intelligence and <laughs> wisdom. <laughs> yes, dude. Yes. I forgot about that. You're welcome. <laughs> Sick. But. All right. Toyota. Yeah, yeah. I just, I don't know. I've always liked Yoda, and I like the way that George Lucas handled him in, like, especially, like, in the original trilogy. Um, how he was, like, it's a classic story archetype of there's, like, a an old, unassuming, like, creature, and then it's, like, the most powerful being of all time or something. That happens a lot in stories, and that's where George Lucas got the inspiration from. So I'm going to, you know, really... Again, this is going to make you that Yoda is not on my list. But I have a good reason. Because you need to see the downfall of Anakin until it was And how do you miss that? They all miss it. See, but like, but did they miss it though? Because they kind of even said it in episode one. They were just like, I probably shouldn't train him. And then I guess they. I, I guess they obey people's dying wishes and just are going to sacrifice the integrity of the galaxy based on somebody's will. Like, I feel like that's a big morality issue. That's <clears throat> They need to go home and rethink their lives. That and he was face-to-face with Palpatine multiple times, and he never, never really realized it. I've never, yeah, I've never understood that either. I just, the biggest reason that got me, like, starting to like Yoda in the first place was episode two, when he fights Dooku and he starts doing flips and shit, I was like, that's fucking dope. (laughs) I was like, that was fucking sick. So I was like, nine. (laughs) I remember what, what fighting style it is, what form. He uses the same one that Anakin uses. Ooh, okay, I didn't know. Form four, because it's, like, really acrobatic. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a yeah. Yeah. All right. Who's your? Oh wait. Yeah. No. Who's your number two? Another one. I don't know you, but Ahsoka Tano. Oh, that doesn't count. That what? doesn't count. How does that not count? Was especially if you watch Rebels, she is a Jedi. Maybe not in official title, but she is 100% a Jedi, just like Kanan. I don't know. I feel like both of them shouldn't count, just because they were only Padawans. But it's okay. I will let it slide just this once. But I picked Ahsoka because we get to see her whole journey, obviously, through Clone Wars, yeah. and you get how she grows from the annoying little girl that I hated in the very first episode. Hated with a fiery passion. My all-time favorite. If you Mm. want to count. Yeah. Um, I like her a lot more after seeing the last season of Clone Wars. Like, there was a little arc in the middle. So, like, the first arc was about uh, the Bad Batch Clone Squadron 99. Mm-hmm. Uh, then, like, the middle four episodes were just her journey with these two sisters in the underground, try, trying to find herself in the underground of Coruscant. And then, um, last four episodes, she led the siege on Mandalore, which I thought was freaking sweet. Oh, um, wow. Yeah. So I thought that was pretty cool. And then she didn't, she didn't kill 
any of the clones, like when Order 66 happened. Right. Yeah, like, like, like she was, like, she had Rex set his blasters to stun and she was, like, blocking, which is crazy to me, because, like, Jedi Masters couldn't hold off all those, all those clones, but she did, like, in a circle. I mean, I get it, she has two lightsabers, but. but. It's because she's dope. Yeah, yeah, and she had to survive. And, I don't know, the Brutal race is really interesting, like, like, when they get old, they just look. Like, just really inconvenient. Just their head. <laughs> like, 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 Shock T. Shock T looks like the most inconvenient Jedi. Like, just such an inconvenient race to be a Jedi. Be like, well, I hope I don't have to get into a lightsaber fight or I'm going to chop off this ear. Thank <laughs> <Yeah>. you. <laughs> so, who's your. Number two. Mace Windu. Okay. I knew he was... For, the reasons, for all the reasons that I explained earlier, Mace Windu is um, my number two. Just because he, he skirted the dark side, but he was able to control himself. And that, to me, is an ultimate level of control and discipline that a Jedi need in the first place. Mm-hmm. Uh, he went about things the completely wrong way, though, especially during the Clone Wars. Like, he was just not a good person at all. <laughs> but it's still really cool. And, like, he beat Palpatine in, in, in one-on-one combat. He, um... And in the Star Wars Episode Three game, like the video game based on the movie... That lightsaber fight when you're Anakin and you have to fight Mace Windu is fucking hard. <laughs> that is hands down. That is hands down the hardest fight in that fucking game. Oh yeah. Except, sure. except like the alternate, except the alternate ending when you fight when you're Anakin and you have to fight Obi Wan and yeah. then you win and it's, uh, it's awkward. Like that fight's yeah. hard too, but it's also not real. So. Anyways. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Windu is... He's just cool. He's just cool. And he has a purple lightsaber that says bad motherfucker on it, so that, that's dope. Exactly. <laughs> and still to this day, it's one of Samuel Jackson's like fav- like top three favorite characters to play. Yeah. Which- oh, he also, he also killed Jango Fett. And Jango Fett is... I will stand by this 100% until the day I die is 100% better than Boba. I don't give a shit what anybody says. <laughs> Jango Fett just straight up murdered Jedi Masters. Like, yeah. Just, just killed him. Yeah, and uh, and Ace Windu killed him like it was nothing. Yeah, he was just like, block, 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 hand, head, bitch. Which <laughs> was stupid. Because then he looked down like, oh, shit, we're Hard to do that now. <laughs> so Which I don't blame I don't blame Boba for being all fucked up though. I don't <laughs> if I watched my dad get decapitated, I'd be like, cool, that was gross, dude. I am fucked up. <laughs> Never understood is why when he picks the helmet up, does the head not fall out? <laughs> because like you see it so like when it happens there's two shadows. Um the head flies out before it hits the ground. Oh, and it goes off screen. That that's morbid as hell. That movie's rated PG. What the hell? <laughs> that's you morbid as hell. What are you talking about? <laughs> it's like so, a hard R. <laughs> are you ready for number one? Even though I know it's your number one as well. Yeah, because we haven't talked about him yet, and he's the best. Yeah, exactly. One. Two, three, Obi-Wan, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Kenobi. Yep. All right, that's what I thought. Yeah. He's the, he's the goat, dude. He... You disagree with us. First, you're wrong. We're right, obviously. But <laughs> if you don't think Obi-Wan is the goat, you're I, – I don't understand how you could think that because literally he – was the driving force behind all of the prequels and part of the original trilogy. 
Yeah, he is a liar, though. He is a liar. I'll give you that. He's a liar. He never told the council about Anakin and Padme's relationship, which was ultimately Anakin's downfall. So. It's his fault, yeah. But he has the best defensive form yeah. out of all of the Jedi. Yep. Yep, he, Mace Windu called him the definitive master of Form 3. He defeated Grievous, which yeah. is really hard to do, obviously. If you haven't seen the Clone yeah. Wars, you need to go watch him, because he was really hard to kill. Yeah, he sure was. He was also very scary. <laughs> yeah, very. <laughs> he, he is just the... He's the goat. Like, there's, it's so good to, like, say enough about this man because he was the best. Yeah. When, when they originally released the original trilogy and the uh, prequels as a boxed set, the original trilogy had Darth Vader on the cover, which makes sense. Mm-hmm. And, Equals had Yoda, and I always thought to myself, "Why the fuck is it not Obi Wan?" Yeah, because um, like you, you can make an argument that Obi Wan's the main character yeah, of the prequels. Is, like of the prequels, he basically is. It's him and Anakin. They are. It, whether you want to include Anakin or not, Obi Wan and Anakin are the two main characters. That's they the yeah. whole. All the movies focus on those two characters, their relationship yep. together, their um, what they learned from each other, the fact that they were essentially brothers. Like like Obi Wan said, "You are my brother." And like yeah, still still hurts my feelings to this day. And can we talk about literally the best lightsaber battle in all of the Star Wars movies? Obi-Wan versus Anakin. Yeah, absolutely. We sure can. Um, that is just so great. And, and Obi-Wan defeated my personal favorite Sith, Darth Maul. Twice. Yeah, for the first time, he defeated the first Sith in a thousand years, and that's how he passed the trials. Because he didn't actually pass any trials. He just, uh, they were just like, <laughs> oh, you oh, you killed a Sith? Not welcome. <laughs> he was a Padawan. And must, that's insane. Yeah. Yeah. The thing I love about him is that he he is like the true underdog. Because he was, he was a very slow learner. He was like a late bloomer. Um, he was not nearly as adept in the Force as like anybody on the council, really. Um I could, I believe he was only, he was only, I think, in episode one. You think he was, oh yeah, um, no, he was 29, I want to say he was 29, yeah. Okay, but still, that's really old for a a human penalty. Yeah, it is. Especially when you consider that um, Anakin got knighted uh, at 19. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then turned into Darth Vader at 22. Yeah. That fucking sucks, dude. Blows my mind. Like, could you imagine being a Darth Vader for that long already? Like, yeah. He was, he was Darth Vader. He was, half of his life he was Anakin Skywalker, half of his life he was Darth Vader. Yeah. I love that. Because the time jump, it's 19 years from 3 to 4, 2 years from 4 to 5, and 1 year from 5 to 6. That's 22 years. Yeah. Yeah. And he was he was only 44 when he died. Yeah. Blowing. That's, that's really sad. That's really sad. Like, so after I watched the prequels for the first time, this is unrelated to to Obi-Wan Kenobi, but anyway, the first time I watched, like, after I watched the prequels for the first time, I went back and I watched episode four, and I was like, I feel really bad for Luke, or uh, not Luke, uh, Darth Vader right now. Like, 
feel really bad for him. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and then his... He really got the shit into the stick. He really did. And I don't know why Obi-Wan was just... I don't know why he didn't train him when he was a kid. I'm sure there's a comic that explains it, but I haven't read him. Because my my personal headcanon why he didn't is because he didn't want Luke's force powers to grow. And then, like, Darth Vader sense it, or the Emperor sense it. That that would make sense to to me, to my nerd brain. That makes sense. Yeah. That's like my own personal headcanon why Obi-Wan didn't train him. Just He just didn't want him growing strong. Wait, hang on a second. I'd like to ask, why the fuck was Luke raised on a fucking farm while his sister got to play princess? Yeah, dude. I brought that up in my YouTube video. <laughs> which, you should check, which you guys should check that out, by the way. Uh, shameless plug coming up real quick. Shameless plug alert. Um... Check out Most Okay's channel. I talk about, well, really right now it's just, I have three videos. It's it's two Star Wars videos and one Pokemon video, but I talk about a whole bunch of other things as well. Like my, the monitor on my keyboard, uh, on my computer, where I record my YouTube videos is um, covered in sticky notes of ideas. So check it out. Got more videos coming occasionally. Green <laughs> is covered in sticky notes of videos for this podcast. Yeah. So. We've got plenty of content coming. Yes. As long as we can get yeah, it out. I, I don't know, man. I, I, I'll also argue that Obi-Wan was the chosen one. But <laughs> you'd have to check out the video. <laughs> on Michael's channel, which you should definitely check out. Yeah, it's it's... I think it's funny. Derek thinks it's funny. I don't think people find it funny, but I don't care. But we find it funny because we know each other's humor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because it is pretty funny. But <laughs> all right, so that was our uh, that was our list of our top five Jedi. Um, Derek was clearly wrong about a couple, but it, it, it's, it's cool. Or opinions. Uh, shit. That's the truth. Uh, I'm gonna be honest. I I might. I might be wrong about Windu, putting Windu that high. I might be wrong about that. Especially when it comes to like what a true definition of a Jedi is. Mace Windu's just a fucking dick. That that's <laughs> all he is. He's just he's just a dick. That's really, really, really good at fighting with a lightsaber. <laughs> and like he gets to make decisions. Who he is irrational as hell. So there's one thing about Mace Windu I'd like to point out, which I've always wondered, and I feel like you and I personally have talked about this before. There's a line in episode two, when Anakin is awkwardly flirting with Padme, where he says that Obi-Wan is wiser than Mace more powerful mm-hmm. than Mace Windu. And so mm-hmm. we already Yoda is the wisest. Would that in turn, that Mace Windu is the most powerful Jedi on the council. Yeah, that's like that's yeah, that's facts. Um, like the the reason that he was second in command is because his lightsaber skills were just off the charts. Like I don't know why he wasn't teaching lightsaber combat. I don't know why it was uh, Syndralic. Like yeah, Syndralic was a good lightsaber duelist, but mm-hmm. Mace Windu, Mace Windu could beat literally anybody in a lightsaber duel. Like, if if Mace Windu would have seen that strike from Anakin coming and just, like, moved his arm a little bit, or, God, no, this is fucking stupid. He could have just fucking poked him. He didn't have to go back all dramatically and shit. He could have just, like, his lightsaber was two inches from his face. <laughs> and, like, me. <laughs> anyway, if you would the I Star read- Wars... The Star Wars would not be a thing. Yeah, that's weird. Or Anakin would have Vadered sooner. Yeah. Yeah, just like the minute he turns to the dark side, he would have Vadered. He would have been in the mechanical suit with no limbs and shit. (laughs) 
<laughs> just because like the way, because like the way I see that fight going, right? So like, Mace Windu blocks the shit, and he's like, he's he's fighting Anakin, and he like, you know, kicks him down, and uses his shatter point ability to kick him down, knocks him down on the ground. Um, he gets up, tries to flip over him, cuts off his legs and shit, cuts off his legs and his other arm, and then. Sidious just starts zapping him, but he's deflecting it onto Anakin, which is how Anakin gets all burned. Mm-hmm. That's how I see that fight going. So, obviously, that didn't happen. Right. But. Head cannon. It's going to be a yeah. lot of in this podcast. I have to, I have to address something real quick. Yes. About how how incredibly dramatic Darth Vader is. I saw this post. I think it was it was shared on Facebook. And it was from like Reddit or something. And it basically said, it started off saying, the moment you realize that Darth Vader turned off his life support system in that hallway scene in Rogue One, dramatic effect. So he was holding his breath <laughs> and, and using the force to keep himself alive just to scare the shit out of a few insignificant rebels, dude. That's so cool. I, dude, Darth Vader is so cool. He is so cool. That hallway scene is probably one of the best Star Wars moments out there. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's the best thing that Disney's put out, yeah. The only complaint I've ever had about that scene is that I feel like it should have been the crew of the Rogue One in the hallway instead of just yeah. random stuff. Yep. I, yep. It would have been more dramatic. Because we're like, escape, escape, escape. Nah. Yeah. It would have made the movie uh, a little bit more intense and uh, a lot more sad. Yeah. Not yeah. that it, it, it is pretty sad watching them all die, but it would have been way more sad to watch them all die by Vader just decimating all of them in that hallway. Mm-hmm. I also, I also appreciate Rogue One for the part at the end when Jin and Cassian are like, Holding each other, mm-hmm. but they like like they don't kiss mm-hmm. because like I don't know I just appreciate shit like that because like dude if I'm about to die I'm not kissing anybody. <laughs> well, that, and then I don't give a shit. Oh, that's really doesn't feel like a uh, a forced in Rose or or Ray and. You haven't seen you haven't seen the Rise of Skywalker. Nope. Have you? No. Nope. Yeah. So at the end, at the end, and they want to argue with me. Comment all they want. Yeah. I'm about to I'm about to spoiler alert you. So whatever. Um. At the end, at, at the end, Ray is like Ray is like dead. And uh-huh. in the theaters, I got really excited because I was like. Dude, yes, she died. That's fucking dope. And then Kylo Ren falls out of the thing. I'm like, oh, he's going to be the leader of the new trilogy. That'd be cool. He crawls up to her, uses the little force heal thing, gets her, wakes her up. She wakes up. She kisses him, and he dies. And I'm like, that was uncalled for. Like, don't. Why? Why'd you do that? Why'd you kiss him? That's weird. Don't do that. (laughs) But... But this is my headcanon for the the Skywalker saga is in a loop. I'm God, I'm ranting a lot in this in this podcast. Whatever, my headcanon for like the whole Skywalker saga is a time loop. You know that little time thing at the end of Rebels. Yeah. So Ray is gonna get stuck in there. Mm-hmm. And she's gonna end up on Tatooine, and she's gonna forget her name. And she's going to name herself Shmi. Then, when he brought her back to life, implanted some midi-chlorians in her uterus because he, he touched, like, her abdomen. Um, he implanted some midi-chlorians that were just, like, you know, going to slowly reproduce or whatever. Um, and then the Star Wars are going to happen again in a time loop. Like, in my... That would be so... That'd be freaking sweet if episode ten was just episode one again, but from Shmi's point of view, and it was Ray the whole time. <laughs> but then I mean, she'd have to 
Hispanic. Cool. Um, that'd be cool. Uh, the way you describe that, actually, I know this is slightly off topic, but that does remind me of a Superman comic, believe it or not. Because there is a version of it's actually the uh, the Red Sun Superman. Mm-hmm. That's he lands in rough as a baby. In oh. the Soviet. So Lex Luthor is an American and the one that is bent on destroying Soviet Superman. <laughs> but essentially what happens is Superman realizes that him and Lex are never gonna get along. So he dies, quote unquote dies, mm-hmm. goes into hiding. Come to find out Lex Luthor's family obviously keeps going, right? Thousands of years into the future. And eventually, their last name becomes L. Instead of Luthor. And they, yeah, yeah, you already see where this is going. And they become, he becomes Jor-El. His ancestor is, Lex Luthor's and they reach the pop off of Krypton, which is Earth, thousands of years in the future, it hits a black hole and goes back through time and lands on Earth again. And Superman. So Superman is actually Lex Luthor's ancestor. Dude, that's... Ancestor. Oh, God. Comics are weird. That's cool, though. <laughs> that's pretty cool, but comics are weird, man. Gotta love it. All right. Well, I feel like we ranted about that long enough after talking about our five favorite Jedi. Um, so anyway, on to our next segment, which is basically just going to be a what are you doing this week? We haven't figured out what to call it yet, but I think we'll just call it what's up, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, there we go. That works. Yeah, that works. All right. So what are you what are you doing this week? Uh, so, continuing to watch Jessica Jones, because I haven't seen season two or three, and it's the last Marvel. I've already watched all the other ones. So, mm. I'll be watching season one right now, which is so good. Killgrave, so awesome. It really is. And then, uh, I think I'm going to watch Man Steel tomorrow, since we're recording this at, uh, <laughs> late. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, cool. I like Man of Steel. I like Man of Steel a lot. It's a it's a pretty solid Superman movie. Yeah. Makes it feel grounded and realistic and shit. Yep. Some of Makes you feel like he could exist. Except he's straight up like he destroys a fucking predator drone. Those are like fifteen to twenty million dollars a piece. That's yeah. You, you yeah. can't just you, you can't just get away with that. Like you are getting an Article Fifteen, Mister. But that 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 is still some of my favorite Superman mode uh, moments. Period in it, um, mm-hmm. the Asian scene where he starts talking to them through the one way mirror and breaks the handcuffs just to prove to them that they have no control over him. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of dope. Of the situation, um, the part where um, Zod flies for the first time. I love that scene. Yeah, where he's like, dude, this is sweet. <laughs> he, he literally, he looks at him and he's like, I have trained my entire life for this. Where did you train? On a farm. And then he just starts floating. Yeah. And and Superman's like, oh, fuck. Yeah. yeah, dude, that's so cool. That part is so cool. It's a good movie. I know a lot I of people agree. hate it, but I, I love that I I really don't see how you how anybody can hate that movie. Like it was a great way to kick off the universe. Granted, it got followed up by debatably debatably one of the silliest superhero movies ever made. But I personally still like it, and I know you love it. Like I can watch Batman vs Superman like any fucking day of the week. I don't know why. I watched it like five times in theaters. One of these days, one of these days, on one of these podcasts, we're going to sit down and we're just going to do nothing but talk about that movie. And I will explain to you 
exactly why I think it is still possibly the best DC movie we have. I mean, Wonder Woman was good until the last part. Don't get me wrong. Wonder Woman's good. Aquaman was great. Shazam was fantastic. Yeah, that was way better than I thought it was going to be. I was like, oh, Shazam, this seems stupid. It wasn't. <laughs> it was great. But, yeah, yeah days we're talking about that movie, and I'll, 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 I'll break it down for you, Barney style, why, why I love it so much. Yeah. All right, I'm down. So, uh, so what are you doing this week? I am continuing my Harry Potter read-through. I am on book six, chapter one and a half. I hate stopping halfway through a chapter, but I had to go to work when I was reading it. And I was like, oh man, this book's way better than I remember. But yeah, um, Harry Potter is an absolutely fantastic book series. It an absolutely fantastic movie series. But rereading all the books, like... See how... how oh. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but like, so Order of the Phoenix is my is my favorite movie, but mm-hmm. I would say right now I would still say I think Order of the Phoenix just takes the fucking gold in both categories in the movie and the books. I think for me, but it's- I have heard that Half Blood Prince is really good, and I haven't read that in a long time, and I'm on it now, so I don't know. Right. I think overall favorite, I haven't read the books in years, so I couldn't tell you on yeah. books wise, but I can tell you movie wise, Goblet of Fire is still my favorite. Oh, God, no, ew. Dude, no, Goblet of Fire is terrible. Oh, fuck, man. Dude, all right, so you need to check out, you need to check out uh, this YouTuber. He's called Movie Flame. Uh huh. Um, he mainly talks about like Harry Potter stuff, but he talks about why. Goblet of Fire is like his least favorite movie and might just straight up be the worst Harry Potter movie. And I was like, you know what? You're making a bunch of awesome points. And I agree with him because I'm easily impressionable. <laughs> but no, like, I've, I've never really liked Goblet of Fire. I've, I don't I think it's a plot. Really and like, as I said, Kilgrave, you know, great. I've always been a big David Tennant fan. He's dope in that movie. As, uh, he's, um, <laughs> David Tennant is in that movie. Yeah. Need to be mad. Um, yeah. I'm also reading uh, Aragon. I don't know if you've ever read those books. Never read them. I know the movie was horrible. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. <laughs> so I'm doing a uh, I'm doing like a book club with my wife's family, and we're we're reading Aragon right now. We did start off by reading Brothers Grimm, like all those little short stories, and they're all about women getting pregnant at 14 and it's just like, I don't know, it's awkward. So we were like, what what book should we read? And I was like, well, I have all four of the books and I've only read two of them. So we should probably read Aragon. And they were like, all right, I'm down. So we started reading it. I am approximately 150 pages behind them. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, yeah okay. work, has, work has really ramped up recently. So yeah, it's been hard. That's understandable. And then I am also, what, am, what else am I doing? Obviously, I'm like working on my YouTube channel and shit like that, but I feel like I was doing something else. Oh, me and my wife have been watching uh, Once Upon a Time. Okay. I thought it was going to be stupid, but like, it's actually really good. Like, yeah. We're on, season, we're on like season four, whichever season like the Frozen characters come in. And I was like, this is a little fucking... Like, how are you going to have all these really classic characters and just bring in the brand new ones? But, I don't know, man, it's pretty cool. And then they brought in, like, the Snow Queen, who Elsa and, like, that entire movie is based on in the first place. And I was like, okay, I I could dig it. I'm down. So, it's pretty good, yeah. I'll have to, that's on my list, I just I haven't started it yet. Because as of right now, I'm I'm watching on my own, you know, the show's, and uh, the Marvel shows, and then me and the wife are watching uh, Dexter together. So, hmm. yeah. So I play kind of full-on shows at the moment, but I will start yeah. that eventually. It's just such a commitment, man. There's seven seasons, dude. That's a lot. That is a lot of television. Mm-hmm. Oh, 
Oh shit! I can't believe I forgot. I'm also watching The Mandalorian because I haven't seen that yet. So I watched the first episode. I watched the first episode. I thought it was pretty cool. Um, it obviously ended with them finding Baby Yoda, and then I started the second episode, but I was sleepy. I had to work today, so I don't know. But yeah, I'm I'm definitely planning on finishing that, watching that little documentary, and then I want to watch that documentary on Disney Plus about like how all of the Star Wars movies were made and shit like that. Yeah. I would, I'll actually too. Yeah, because that seems pretty cool, because I do enjoy Star Wars. Like, I have the Blu-ray box set, and I think I've seen every single special feature on them. Mm-hmm. But, I don't know. I also have to watch the special features for Rise of Skywalker. I watched the special features for The Last Jedi when it came out, and I was like, oh, fucking... Fuck you, Ryan Johnson. Fuck you. Mm-hmm. I agree. That movie hurts my feelings a lot. Yeah. I'm not talking about that, though. I, I would like to point out that episode 8 is the reason why he's not seeing episode 9. I mean, that... That's, and I've heard nothing good about episode 9, so... I think you should watch it. So, I personally like it as a total movie better than... Attack of the Clones and Phantom Menace. Oh, but it, the only thing about that is like it doesn't do anything to the story. Like it adds nothing to the story mm-hmm. of like the Skywalkers, and it's also they also changed the opening text crawl from the theaters. That was weird. They also took away a scene in the home release too. That was also weird. Like they took away. I'm pretty sure, unless I like walked out of the room to like grab a donut or something when that happened. But like I don't remember seeing the dark ray scene when I watched it at home. Um, I also, because like in the opening crawl in the theaters, the first line is Emperor Palpatine is returned, but then they completely changed it. So that was odd. He's figured yeah. out. Yeah, dude. Like, I'm. If I was J.J. Abrams, I would be pissed because, like, Force Awakens had a lot of potential to set up a great trilogy, and then they just pooped all over it. Like, Ryan Johnson was like, mm, "You know what? Like, that movie that was good, but you can go fuck yourself, J.J. Abrams." And J.J. <laughs> Abrams came in and was like, "Hey, don't break Kylo Ren's helmet. That thing's cool. <laughs> Put it back yeah. together." <laughs> I remember when the when the first trailer for Rise of Skywalker came out. And it showed them welding uh, Kylo Ren's helmet back together. It was like J.J. Abrams fixing the universe after Ryan Johnson was done with it. Yeah, dude. That's exactly what it was. Because J.J. Abrams was like, what did he do? (laughs) Like, if I was J.J. Abrams, I would be fucking furious. (laughs) I'd be like, dude, like, you... I walk straight up to Kathleen Kennedy and be like, "You cannot do that." <laughs> we had a deal. <laughs> Accurate. Whatever. And Snoke was nothing, and whatever. It's fine. Uh, I don't know. I think we should wrap this up, man. I think we're starting to ramble and rant and shit. But so, uh, everybody, be sure to. Um, listen to this podcast I'm going to upload it to YouTube, I'm going to try to do Google, and I'm going to try to do Spotify um, if none of those work, I'll just put it on YouTube I guess, I don't, I don't know um, I'm still trying to figure out this whole editing and being a content creator thing so trying to figure this stuff out yeah, so you're just going to have to be patient with us, but I promise this podcast will will entertain you, most likely. Yeah, if you're a nerd and you want to listen to nerdy shit. Especially during the Rona crisis. I've listened to a shit ton of podcasts. And I think, personally, my biggest inspiration for even wanting to do a podcast is The Weekly Planet. I don't know if you've ever checked them out, but they are fucking hilarious. Oh my god, <laughs> they're Australian and they're so funny. My wife hates them, though. So I think I'm going to email because, like, we listen to him, like, on road trips and shit. And she's like, oh, the fucking Australians again. I was like, that's really racist. (laughs) 
but uh, no, I think I'm gonna have. I think I'm gonna email him in. I think I'm gonna email in to have him give my wife a shout out or something. I think that'd be funny. <laughs> but yeah, there'll be more more episodes of this coming. We've got lots of shit we want to talk about. Gonna be a lot of fives, a lot of uh, talking about just different comics, different shows, different stuff. Just stuff that either of us haven't really experienced that one of us knows more about, you know? Gonna be all that shit. Nerdy shit. Yep. Yep, so be sure to, uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, be sure to leave a like and comment and stuff and subscribe. I'll put it on my channel, Most Okayest Channel. Most Okayest Channel at YouTube. Alright, everybody. It's pretty okay if you're in for a mediocre time. Like, I'm going to go check it out, dog. <laughs> I'm going to be uploading more content there. Um, and then you were talking about doing a YouTube channel, right? Possibly. That's maybe. Okay. I mean, we, we, could just, we could just make videos for the, for the channel, and then we can split the profits if that ever happens. <laughs> Uh, like I see all these YouTubers that are just like stupid rich and I'm just like I'm in the army man <laughs> yeah I'm over here just a lowly security guard just <laughs> yep well anyway that's been the podcast so um, catch us again next week we record these on either Tuesday or Wednesday um, according to all my research it takes three days to verify a podcast and upload it so it will be uploaded in three days so have a good day everybody and don't catch the rona <laughs> so long guys <laughs>